Agud Bokra Boisai. Ah! Lili Nishma, Simi We're running a little late. Instead of emails, we're going to just introduce our guest, our Chosh of a guest. Who do we have? Shalom Aleichem. What's your name? Baruch Jofi? Jofi. From? Ooh, it's always good. So it shouldn't be a visit. It should be. Should, yeah, that's it. Years, no, here in the shear. Shalom <laughs> 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 Aleichem, what's your name? Chaim Newman. Chaim Newman from? Ooh, no, Psanigan? Vishavo Bane, Vishavo Bane, Vigula, Vishavo Bane, Vishavo It's a big, big schoss to come now during the war. Biggest chus than usual. Beautiful. Where do you live again? Uh, right now, I'm, I'm shopping in Zifron Yaakov. Shopping in Zifron Yaakov. Very nice. All right. Yeah, there's a few apartments available on this block. <laughs> Not really. If you decide. Alan Gross, our boy, say, he flew in to Yisrael. Before he went to Shachris, he came straight to the Shear. And now, as he's leaving on his way out, he came to Shear. It's unbelievable. So, safe trip back. Hopefully, you come back soon and stay. Who else do we have? Good vach. What's your name, Tadik? My father sent your guys back from Pomona. Really? He's still, he's still doing the daf? Okay, Givaldi. What else? You're not new. No, who else? That's it? I can't. Oh, Shalom Aleichem. Jim Levine, Boca Raton. Toronto, Boca Raton, and South Africa. Who? Who's he? Mordechai who? Oh, this guy. <laughs> wow, beautiful. Okay, good vach. Because we have over here, we have obviously Shavsi Cohen is here, Mati Shavas. So I'm going to read his email. During the last few days, we see the fresh motivation of the MDY status campaign. Starting Baba Kama Value 3 means that in less than four weeks, less than four weeks, we're starting Baba Matsya. That means that in five months from now, we'll be done with Baba Matsya already in Baba Vasra. This is a great time to spread the word of our successful status clips with over 700 people receiving short clips from the Shear. To make it easier to join the group, you also prepared a short URL, statusclips.8mindaf.com. Statusclips, clips with an S, .8mindaf.com. And what you take those clips and you just put them on your status. Status clips. Kishmoy Kainhu. Beautiful. Yishkoyach. Raboy Sai. We're holding that Pehei. Oh, that's also something we do once in a while. The Koilo, sponsored by Anonymous from Lakewood for Rafua Tinoik Ben Malko. For the unity of Am Yisrael, the Masechta. Tire Masechta, close to $10,000. For the unity of Am Yisrael, you have unity. Come here to the Shear, you see unity. And finally, because we do the Hebrew Shear, we finally have a Yerushalmi. We didn't have a Yerushalmi, because they don't speak English usually. Now we have a Yerushalmi. Aaron Freeman, we have two actually, every night. It should be a schos to Rebelli for continuing to the Shemayin teaching Torah the Klaishwal. You'll see towards the end of Shear, people start coming in. Don't get nervous, that's the next Shear. It's supposed to start at 9.30. That's why we're in a little bit of a rush now. 
Paras HaChoydesh, Lilishmas Kol Chayalei Tzahal, Shenaflu Al Kiddush Hashem, the Neshama should have an Aliyah. Paras HaChoydesh, in memory of Binyamin Early from Anonymous in Manchester, who joined this year, talking about Manchester. Are they on? They're doing a thing tonight also? Yeah, every month of Shabbos. Every month of Shabbos. We don't have to... Is it growing? No. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Koss. Oh, here's Koss. Here he is. Wow. Did it change your life yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Never. I want to speak to your wife. You're like that bacher, like that younger man. I told you the story. At the Shabbaton, where is she? I hear the truth from the women. I don't need to listen to you. I know it's still some. Shprinzin Avrumi grows. Lil Nishmas the Yarzis are our father. Shlomazam ben Yitzchok Isaac Zichron Lebrocha ben Yamin Isaac ben Tzvi Hirsh Hakoyin Zichron Lebrocha. Panas Achoydish Lil Nishmas Chayv ben Moishe Lil Nishmas Chayv as Yosef. Panas Ayoyim Sholem Rand. My great grandmother's yard side. Leo Basar Yilev Yizayim B'Shvat. Voice I talking about Sholem Rand. I don't know if anybody's on a status. Have you been on a status? He he's 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 gone. For 30 days, that's it. Boom. Yeah. We thought he just on Sunday. No, no, no. The art of the month. I'm, I'm letting Dylan know. Don't, but don't call him up. Don't ask him what's going on. It, he's off. But this is the second sponsorship he did this week. It's better for us, I guess, when he's off status. The art of the month. Anonymous for Zuchos for an easy childbirth his daughter and a healthy baby. Here we go. Bye, Rabba. We're holding four lines from the bottom. Pehei Omen Beis. Boy, Rab Sheves Hapichatoi B'Domim Mau. Guy, let's say, breaks somebody else's arm, and by doing so, the guy can't work. Right? Without an arm, he can't really work. But it's going to heal. Doctor says it takes a month or two. Don't worry about it. You'll come out of your cast. You'll be fine. So, to pay him for his loss of of salary, his unemployment, of course you have to pay. But the question is, what about the nezik? What about the damage? Because the damage that we always discuss is a permanent damage. This is a, a temporary damage. What do, you, do you pay temporary damages or not? What's the case? He hit him on his hand, on his arm. It shriveled. I don't know if anybody had the uh, tremendous chos like I had. When I was 19 years old, I had surgery on my knee. I had ACL surgery from playing basketball. And uh, after surgery, it wasn't long, but maybe a couple of weeks of after, after surgery, I went back to the doctor and the doctor said, let me see if you can do this, like lift your arms. So I thought he's crazy, uh, my, my leg. And I tried to lift my leg and it didn't move. And I, I, I went a little sugar. And then he explained to me about this thing called atrophy. And if you don't use your leg or any muscle for a little while, it just dies out basically. And uh, you have to relearn how to use it and relearn how to walk, the whole thing. So guy hit his arm to a point where it shriveled up. It's some other. Don't worry about it. You go to some therapy, some, uh, do some exercise, it'll come back. My, you have to pay for that damage. Since it's going to come back, you don't get a dime for that. Today, if I view this person today, today, he's an invalid. He can't use his arms. So you have to pay for it, maybe. Toshma. I can prove it to you. A person strikes his parents. He didn't cause 
any blood to come out. There's no wound. It's just he hit them. And this is something that you're chayiv misa. So we have to understand how you're chayiv misa by hitting your parents and not, not, not seeing any blood. So, in this case, you wouldn't be chayiv, right? Sorry, not chayiv misa b'day adam, because there's no chabura. If there was a chabura, you'd be chayiv. Chayiv misa. Somebody hurts his friend on Yom Kippur, even with blood, no Misa, B'day Bezdem. Why? Because Chil Yom Kippur is not like Chil Shabbos, you only Chayv cars. So the Allah is Chayv Bekula, therefore you Chayv on Nezek Tzar, Ripu Shabbos, Boishas, all five things that you're Chayv when you cause damage, because there's no Kim Libidiravine. If you're not losing your life, you have to pay the other stuff. So the Gemara goes into this. What exactly happened when you, when a person strikes his father, let's say, and doesn't cause any blood damage? We're talking about a case, probably. He broke his arm or something, but it's going to come back. So one of the five things, one of the five things is Nezek. Our question was, if it's going to come back, do you have to pay for damage? The answer is yes. Amri. No, it's not talking about breaking an arm, causing damage. No, it's talking about where he made him deaf. And causing somebody to lose his hearing doesn't cause any blood. So it's not true. If you cause deafness to a father, you're liable to capital punishment, death penalty. Why? You did cause your father to bleed. There must have been some drop of blood that caused uh, a puncture in the, I don't know, in the, the eardrum. I don't know what exactly. And that blood is what caused the deafness. And for that blood, you're chayiv misa. So we can't be talking about chayrish of it. We're talking about a case where there's no chabur, there's no blood. Oh, this is really interesting. The son, the reason why he's chayiv misa is because he made he shaved his father's head. So why is he chayiv misa? Yilcho yasig mor mahad hodar. What kind? Of, even the hair is going to come back. But that's exactly the question. Ami hachamai skinon kigoyin shesachoy nasha deloy hader. They had a trick back then. Maybe they have it today. They just took it off the market because it's really painful. It's a one-time thing. You put on some sort of chemical. You never have any hair growth on that spot. No laser treatments. Even laser, you have to go back four or five times, right? I haven't done it yet. You gotta, you gotta try it out. <laughs> you never have to shave again. Lime? It's a one-time thing? No. I almost had a one-time thing. I told you already, by my brother's bar mitzvah. My brother, I don't know all these. He's already 47, probably. So I wanted to get a nice, close shave with the cream. So I put it on. It almost took off my whole face. I left it on for a little bit too long and then I scraped it off and I, it came off with like a whole bunch of layers of skin or something because everything was red like a tomato from here down. It's crazy. Last time I ever used it. That's the stuff basically, but the stronger stuff. He put the stuff on his father's head and his hair is never going to grow back. So, says the Gemara, I'll tell you why. Here. To understand what Kartuf Liberation, first of all, you're not going to understand this picture right away. We have to see the rest of the Gemara. 
But just to understand Kartufne Bereshe, it's those red lines on his head. He has a bunch of like grooves in his head. Very painful. Imagine you have a, a wound and you go to, to the Dead Sea, go to Yamamelech. It's very, very painful. Imagine worse than the Dead Sea. Put this chemical that's so strong that your hair never grows back into these wounds. Very, very painful. And his father is screaming. So he has to pay him for the tsar. Ripui. What's the medical bill here? The boyasuye. You gotta, you gotta heal him. Sheves. What's the unemployment? What does this have to do with losing a job? He was dancing, says Rashi, in front of the stores. Certain stores, maybe bars, stores, whatever it is. He was dancing in front of it. This is what he was doing. Just as a shocker. I don't know, you might want to. This is the shock on, on Friday. This is a guy who dances for a living in front of stores. And he has like grooves in his head. And you have to move your head. The point, Raji says, is that the head movement is what causes people to laugh. And he can't do it anymore because it really hurts him and he's embarrassed by it, etc. Here you go. <laughs> You jump. Okay, that's it. So that, is that type of guy? What? It's disturbing? It is. He's a brilliant machinimoid. Yeah. Okay. So... The boy, you know, when I show these kind of videos, you know there's nothing else coming up. <laughs> Says the Gemara like this. The boy, he has to move his head, the Gemara says. Not Rashi. The Gemara says he has to move his head to cause humor. And he can't do it because he has these grooves in his head and these grooves are full of this uh, chemical that destroyed him. And that's it. A guy was uh, here in the summer. A guy was like wearing one of these ski caps. Like, what happened? You went to the wrong barber? And he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> so you know, like, it's, it's a busha. It's a busha to go around with, with a bald head and, and a bunch of red grooves in there. Boishas. Why do you have to pay for busha? It's tremendous busha what happened there. Yeah. Imagine you, a person that's not bald. Somebody went ahead and, and gave him a zero-zero bald. It's, it's, it's embarrassing to go out like that. So for that, you have to pay. This question that we start off today's year, Rabbi asked, if somebody causes a temporary damage, do you have to pay for temporary damage or it's only permanent damage? This question, Abaya was, it was simple to me, never had the question. And Rabbi had the question, had the answer, for the exact opposite answer though. The Itmar, because we learned, if somebody damaged someone, someone else's hand, but it's going to come back. It's going to heal. This is just to confuse the oilam, but it, all shevis gdoilam means nezek, damage. The damage is that he's not working now for long. Shevis gdoilam. The shevis ktano means shevis. So if you just want to put with your pencil, shevis gdoilam equals nezek, shevis ktano equals shevis. So, Abayi says he has to pay for both. And that answers the question. The question was, do you pay for, that we said initially, 
There's no question you have to pay for unemployment that Shevis Tana that you have to pay. There was no question. The question was, do you have to pay Nezek? The answer is according to Abayi, yes. You pay Nezek. That Shevis Doyle is Nezek. Okay, here's an agreement. You pay for Shevis, but you don't pay for Nezek. So, Machlok is Abayi Rav. Itmar. If somebody chops off the Jewish slave's arm, in those days, if you didn't, if you stole, you couldn't pay, you sold yourself for six years, every for six years, you go and you damage the slave. Now, what did you really do? You damaged the slave, but you also damaged the master. He, he, he bought a slave, he paid $100,000 for the slave, he's worthless now. Says you pay for the damage to the slave. Makes sense. He lost his arm. Poor guy. He, he's Jewish. He gets his... He's not an Evid Nani. He's Evid Ivory. He's, he's going to go home one day. He gets the Nezek. Veshevis Ketana. But the unemployment you give to the master. What's the Shevis Ketana? What's the unemployment? Shoim Rikishuim. Guys, remember the, the picture? Elliot told me his favorite picture of, since he came to this year. Last year now, favorite picture. Okay, the guy with the gun, I don't have it here, right? Does anybody, you saw it? You know what it looks like? What? No. You didn't. Uh, probably that pay, hey. Pay, hey, you pay dollars, you can throw it in. You'll show it on the screen for our guest from Toronto. It's not the best picture. For him, it was the best picture. It's a guy that's missing his arm, and he, all he could do is watch a cucumber field. That's all he could do. So the question Tysus asks is, it seems not to be fair. A person purchased a Jewish slave for $100,000 because he's known, the Jewish slave is known as to be a great, here, that's the picture. Very nice. Okay. The Jewish slave smoking gun. This is after he took care of business, it seems like. The Jewish slave, he's good. He, he's a diamond cutter. He, he's a great tile guy. I don't know what. And now by, by this person chopping off the slave's arm, all the master gets now is minimum wage, which is Shomer Kishuev. It's not fair. He paid a lot of money, and all he's getting out of it is Shomer Kishuev. says, Taisvis, unfortunately, that's life. That sometimes a slave is going to have the flu and he won't be able to work. Sometimes, sometimes there's a, something happens. So in this case, you're right. But be happy that you're getting the minimum wage and the difference between the minimum wage and what you paid for, you're going to have to take the law, says Tysus. Says Gemara. Rav Amar Hakol Yinosin Levin. Everything goes to the slave. And what do you do? You purchase real estate. And at least the master gets to eat the fruit, the income that comes from the field. Tysus flips it around that everything should go to the master and you buy real estate and the slave gets to eat. The, but the point is that the master is not going to lose over here. Says the Gemara, this is simple. Let's say he caused serious damage to the slave. But it had no effect on the master. What's a good case? That he chopped off the slave's nose. Okay, so 
Nothing happened to the master. The guy still could do whatever he was doing with his hands. Everything's great. He's not very good looking now, but nothing happened to the master. The slave, on the other hand, lost his nose. It's a big problem. So that, for sure, you have to pay the actual slave. There was this guy that ruled Akko here in Israel. And his thing was, he's known that if you mess with him, chopped off your nose. And the, the rub of Akko got on his nerves and chopped off the rub's nose. My sir, Chaim Parki was his name. Got his nose chopped off. So, Pichet, it's a rabbi, but if you caused serious Shomalechem, oh, no, they get up all the way from Austria. She come get over here, Shomalechem. Wow. Huh? We have some seats over here. We have a special seat just for you. Wow, what a guest. A guest we have from Toronto, and from Boca Raton, we have from South Africa, and from Australia, from Austria. Shomalechem, tell us your name. What's your name? Avi Ungrov. Avi He's the MDY of Austria. And Avi is writing Sefer Torah now, right? Yes. How far into the Sefer Torah are you? In Vayikra already. Psh, you want a drink here? Take some water. Wow. Shalom what's your name? It's over there. You related? Your father. Your father. Shalom all the way from Austria. And a brother. Such a young father. Wow. <laughs> Very nice. Ah, Shkodah for coming. It's my much a pleasure. So we're holding in the middle of the sugi over here. Um, I don't know where we're holding really. Anybody help me out? So yeah, so we were talking about the guy chopped off his nose, nose. Oh, so here we are. Piches it's el rabbi. But if the damage was caused to the master, meaning also to the master, you could stick in with your pencil, also to the master. Look to the Bible, Rabbi. So that's the machlokes that we had before with Abaya and Rava, whether you give the uh, the Shavas Gdoyla and Shavas Tana or just Shavas Tana to the to the to the master or not. Okay, says the Gemara. Boishes Akolafi Amevayish Vamizbayish. We had in the Mishnah that when it comes to Busha, it depends on the person that's causing. Oh, you could have brought your little doll. Just give it to me. What do you need it? He has a Rebbevad Yosef doll. It's known that Rebbevad Yosef, people would wait in line and, and basically wait their entire life to get a smack from him. That was the thing. Chapchat's called? You got a smack from Rebbevad Yosef. It was like a huge, huge thing. Ask any Sephardi. You ask them. The first thing you say, did you ever get, Tomer, you ever got a smack from Rebbevad Yosef? You did? How many? Did it hurt? I gave one of those because you're Ashkenazi, really. Just joke. Sephardi didn't get smacked, so that's and get the little, yeah, okay. Fine, so, I call the family advice from his bias, depends. Who gave you the smack? If the loser of the town gave you the smack, it's very embarrassing. If somebody really chashev gave you smack, okay, fine. If the person receiving the smack, the king gets the smack, it's terrible. It's a big busha. If... You know, sometimes they like to smack up politicians or whatever. It's, it's a big busha. So says the Gemara like this. First of all, we have to say the Chavetz Chaim. Chavetz Chaim says that if people would know how chashev it is to get busha, how important, how, what it does to you, they would, what are you smiling about? You know what's coming up? 
then they would look, they would look for Busha. Rav Zvil, used to look for Busha. One time they said his daughter, famous mice, they said his daughter is really, really sick. So he ran around to look, how to be embarrassed. And they said, oh, your daughter, she was healed. Then he, another time, your daughter is very sick. He went around, he couldn't find any Busha. He says, Oive, it's all over. It's not going to work. Today, what? Oh, that's right. <laughs> the big rabbi said, if you want Busha, be a Magachir for a day. And have Rav Nachman sell to sit next to you. It's even, it's, oh. Okay, don't worry. I'm sure you'll put him in upside down or whatever. It'll be fine. It's no, the bush is not Rib Nachman Seltzer. The bush is when you mess up and say the wrong chat and uh, whatever. Nervous says, uh, uh, Did you see Rashi? Uh, from the 20,000 people. That's a shtick of busha. Yeah. So <laughs> today, forget. Forget this idea of going to, to look for Busha. Today, everything we do, everything easier. So since Rebchan Kinevsky said it, that's what I, you don't look for Busha. You look for somebody else that, gra- that had the Busha. Then you go to that person and say, hey, could you give me a bracha? That's the, look for the Busha. It's Kishmak. Become a Magachir. It's Kedai. So says the Gemara, Mani Masnison. Who does our mission go like when it says that it depends on who gave the Busha and who was the one that... Be- Receive the Busha. It must be Rib Shimon. Why? Whether a person is wealthy or very poor, it doesn't matter, says Rameir. We, we take everybody and we put them into one category. There's only one category. Everybody lost their belongings. Shehain, because Shehain, they are Bnei Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. Everybody is the same. We all come from the same parents. We're Bnei Avram The famous Satmar Rav, Rabbi Yoelish, is very sharp. He said, he saw a guy walking around with like a Rebisha garb. He wasn't so happy about it. He says, uh, what's, what, what's your yichus? So the guy says, uh, I'm, I'm a grandson of Avram Avinu. He says, oh, yeah, that I knew. That's Pashat. I just wasn't sure which wife you come from. So we're all from Bnei Avram Yitzchibiyakov, says Divrei Rebbe Meir. In Mimela, doesn't matter how much money you have, it doesn't go by the wealth. Eh, what, what is this? Water? Shkoyach, thank you, for the next year. So it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, we're all the same. Rebbe Yudah Oimer, HaGadol Fikadol, HaGadol Fikadol, No, and Rebbe Yudah is the one that says, it makes a difference. No, so if it makes a difference, our wishes should be like Rebbe Yudah, no? I'm going to get there in a second. So Shimon says yes. We take everybody down. The very wealthy go all the way down to poor. But the poor go even lower than that. To the poor of the poor. So he does have a scale, Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Yudah has the better scale, but Rabbi Shimon has a scale. So it says the Gemara, now the Gemara explains. Rameir says everybody's in the same category, we're all the sons of Avram Avinu. And our mission says it's a scale. Wait a minute, but now it does make sense to be Rabbi Yudah, but the problem is that our Mishnah cannot go like Rabbi Yudah. Why? Because in our Mishnah it says that if you embarrass the blind, you're Chayyib. We're going to see today, tomorrow, so as well. Rebuda holds that a blind person doesn't have, we don't pay him busha. 
and he doesn't have mitzvahs. The whole rebuke is very, very extreme in that cheetah. So it can't go according to our Mishnah. He also has this somewhat of a scale. In other words, poor is the poor of the poor, and the rich, we treat him like the poor. I feel the time You can't receive from a blind person. If a blind person embarrasses you, you don't get any money from him. But to give him, if you embarrass the blind, you have to pay the blind. It says, we're going to learn that if you embarrass the sleeping person, you're Potter. But if the sleeper Embarrass you, he fell off his bunk bed and hit you and he embarrassed you. You are, he is Potter. But like Tani Suma should be Potter. Hagar doesn't say, and the Gemara says that same time also over there on Umbeis. It doesn't say anything about the, the blind that were Mavaish, they are Potter. We hold that the blind are Chayev, review the whole the blind is Potter. So that, that's why we said to begin with that our Mishnah has to be the Shita of Rib Who's the man that says this? You thought that the person that you were embarrassing is 11 years old. It turns out that he's 15. Or maybe you try to embarrass Reuven or Shimon. That you have to at least give the older, the older one, you give him the amount that you pay to a minor. You try to embarrass a slave and you ended up embarrassing a regular person. Pay at least the amount that you'd pay to the slave. It can't go according to any of the three sheets. Why? To begin with, we thought that we're talking about wealth. You try to embarrass a wealthy person and you embarrass, you try to embarrass the Elon Musk and you embarrass the uh, guy who has no money. Rebeir says no difference between Elon Musk, Bill Gates, and the average guy that has no money. They're all the same category. But it certainly can't be Rebeir because here it talks about you try to embarrass a slave and you ended up embarrassing a regular person. You're chayiv, the money of a slave. But Rebeir says there is no busha, you don't pay to slaves. Rav Shimon holds, and we're going to see also, by killing, you shoot a guy, and you ended up shooting another guy, you're potter according to Rav Shimon. Same thing with Busha, you try to embarrass one person, you embarrass the other guy, according to Rav Shimon, you're potter. My time in Kiktala is like killing. You have to have intent to kill that person, first degree murder, whatever it's called. You have to have kavanah to that person that you killed. There must be another Einish or something, like, uh, like in the States. You, you, they can't put you away forever. I, I believe in, a, in a American law. If you try to kill Reuben, you kill Shimon, I don't think they'll put you away forever. They'll put you away for a good few years, but not forever, right? It's not, uh, it's not first degree. Whatever. Okay. We need Avi Kamiansky. He would know, probably. I just can't look. But she's not me. I don't have when it comes to embarrassing somebody, you have to have kavanah for that person. She, the wife of an individual, she grabbed in an embarrassing place. She's has to have kavanah, you have to have for that. Says goes This said that slaves don't have busha to give to them. You don't have to pay them for embarrassment. But obviously they do have embarrassment, and you could assess the, the, the amount. Based on this slave, slaves have less pusha maybe than a regular person because they're slaves, but they're still 
a market for it. You can go according to the mayor. We understood the sugi wrong. It's not about wealth. We're talking about an adult and a young child. How could it be a child? You could embarrass a, a, a child. A child could run around in the street doing crazy things, all muddy. They jump into the mud. You're going to embarrass a child? How do you embarrass a child? In, you could. He's a child that if you remind him something, he's that age. Remember, you did this and this, and then he gets really embarrassed. We're talking about a child that is of that age, that if you remind him of something, he does have Busha. Ahmed Beis is sponsored by Greg Haber for the success and the safe return of our Chaylim and hostages for the schos of all of Claudius Yisrael. Uh, we're not on a mission yet, are we? Yeah, okay, but uh, hold on a second. Um, I, I, I want to say the story because I think it's important. Um, my Chavrusa, my Rebbe, Rebbe Didi Kramer, he asked me if I could take his children to his daughter's Vart. They were going. I was going anyway. It was son, his son's Vart. I said, yeah. Now, he forgot to mention to his children that when I drive places, I don't drive, I, I'm from New York. So I drive like a New Yorker. And I'm flying up the thing, you know, doing my thing. And the kids were not happy. And they asked me to slow down, so I went a little quicker. And uh, when we got to Yerushalayim, we got to the place. I parked the car, and they all got out of the car besides his, like, eight-year-old, nine-year-old. And instead of getting out, he decided to vomit all over my car. So I was not happy about it. I was like, why couldn't you just get out and do it? So I come inside the Vart, and I start schmoozing there or whatever. Fine. The next morning, <laughs> the next morning, um, I see, in the beginning of the year, I see Rabbi Kramer's father. So I was like, okay, he's gishmak, he's come to the I did speak to him about the shir. Huh? And then he stays with Shachas. And after Shachas, he comes over and he says, listen, uh, you know that story you said over by, by, the, by the Vart about my grandson? I said, yeah. He says, you know, my grandson was sitting there and you mamish embarrassed him and I think you have to ask him a chila. So he tells me. I'm like, but he doesn't speak English. He didn't understand the word. No, no, he understood it. So, okay. So I, I, was, I was in shock. I was like, so you, you came for an hour and a half away by bus. You stayed here for the whole shear. You dive in the whole shakras to tell me that? It's like, yeah. I think it's, I don't want you, your you're magachir. I don't want you to have this on your, on your account. You have to have a clean slate. So I went to the kid. I know he likes candy, this kid, because he comes to my house all the time. He gives me messages from his father and I give him candy. I said, this time I'm going to give you 10 candies. On condition, they can repeat the one word that I said by the vart, by the table. You're sitting there, no? He says, yeah. I said, so, I don't know. I can't say anything. I said, did I speak about your father? I said, I don't know. Did I speak about you? No. So, ah, Baruch Hashem, you're not getting any candy. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have to ask you mechila. Did you tell the story in the Hebrew shit? Yeah. 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 <laughs> My point is that uh, Rabbi Kramer's father gave me a good lesson. And it is that you, you cannot embarrass a, a young child. Sometimes we're not so careful. I myself. And um, it's, it's even, sometimes it's worse than embarrassing an adult. If, an adult, if a child understands, like the Gemara says, the child can understand, it, it's very hard to get a, to, for them to be Michael. They don't have the, the, the ability even to be Michael. So, those should take that, uh, if, if I'm over, if the Magachir is over, and at least you guys will be more careful with it. Okay. Says the Mishnah. 
Sponsored by Moshe Cohen. I don't have it here. Sponsored by Moshe Cohen. Schos for tremendous Ali and Ruchnius and a lot of success in Gashmias. Says the Mishnah, I'm a Vaishisaru. A person who embarrasses, a person that's not wearing clothing, Now, somebody that's not wearing clothing, he's in a state of embarrassment as is. So it's very hard to embarrass him. A person who embarrasses a blind person. Embarrassing a person who's asleep. You know, I show these pictures to the Israelis. They, they didn't appreciate as much as I did. All I can tell you is that my wife thought I was crazy. I was laughing my head off myself in my office. I was looking for a nice picture of somebody in Baron. I was just laughing to myself. Maybe you, you, somebody here would appreciate it. That's <laughs> okay. So, you know, in Yeshiva, we used to do this all the time. Take the guy, put him in the street, put him on a, on, a, on a raft, and throw him into the middle of the lake. Here's just another one I thought was Givaldic. There's a lot of artistic ability here. Anyway, fine. So, you embarrass a sleeping person, you're Chayev. You embarrass them. What about if the what if the what what if the what if the sleeping person never woke up from his sleep? Never woke up. He died in his sleep. He was alive when you did it, and he, he, he never made it through the night. You have to pay him or not? Huh? You should. Why? Pay his family. I hear. Nafal minagag vihizik. But he's sleeping, doesn't know it's flying. Nafal minagag, a guy. Fell off the roof, Vihizik, and he caused damage. You have to know about this. There's a, there's a guy that was falling off the roof. Fell off the roof. In mid-air, he says, If you save me, I'm going to start doing the daf. I'm going to start doing the daf, and I'm going to do chazara. And as, he can't believe the story. As he's falling, a truck goes by, and it's full of mattresses. And boom, he falls into the truck. He says, Rabbi Shalom. You know, I talk such stupidity when I'm under pressure. <laughs> Fine. So, we had already the sugi rabbi saying this is the guy fell off the roof. If you remember, I'll remind you. He did like a, a cartwheel. He, he moved his body mid-ear so that he could, he could soften the blow so it doesn't land on, on the sidewalk. He saw a guy standing there schmoozing. He said, okay, this looks like a nice landing spot. And he moved. He maneuvered his body somehow. He made a move. So that's why he's chayev. You don't say, oh, he's a complete, oh, he knows this, that. Ubiish, and he also embarrassed the guy. Chayev al-anezek, Josephon says, he says, he says, the guy was in Rome and the building was on fire. And he screams to his buddy, he says, listen, I have a lot of money. If you catch me, I'll give you half my money. So the guy says, fine. So the guy goes and he jumps and the guy walks away. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. He says, the guy caught him, and they both died. That's what he says. So, he's high in this case. They both survived. He's high for the damage, but he's potter for Busha. Why? Because Busha is Achiyah Miskav. You have to have Kavana for Busha. He embarrassed him when he was naked, not dressed. And Obviously, it's not the same embarrassment because a person is not wearing clothing. He's in that situation of busha, anyways. Bishoy, imagine a guy in the street. He's mamish mevuyish, and you bar- you spit at him, whatever it is. Okay, so you pay, but you're not going to pay the full amount. 
If he embarrasses somebody in the base of Merchatz, we have a little bit of a thing here. Here's a guy that's embarrassed in the base of Merchatz. I'm not going to show you, obviously. We, we had to censor it a little bit. They're not, he's not wearing clothing. It's just, it's the cyber season. Here we go. He's in the bathhouse. Poor guy crying. Nebuch. Okay. So. And if he's in the marketplace, obviously it's much more embarrassing. That's the Gemara. Is a person who's walking in the street in public. Could you even embarrass him? How can you even embarrass him? Rabbis, I don't like to say the story because last time I said it, I got into a lot of trouble. I'll say it anyways. Why not? I'm in Chicago. He never heard the story. He didn't even see the guy with that. I got to tell him. I'm on my jet ski in Chicago. I love going on my jet ski. Back in the day, when I had time, when I wasn't a Magachir, take it out to the lake. I take it really, really far. And I look around, I don't see any boats, I don't see anything. I say, okay, this is a great time to go to the mikvah. <laughs> I learned my lessons. I go, I jump into the water. The water is nice and calm. Say, you know what? I'm not going to do one of these. I'm going to take off my bathing suit. I look around, nobody's there. I put my bathing suit on top of the jet ski. And I go in. And all of a sudden, a big giant wave comes <laughs> and knocks my bathing suit off the jet ski, knocks my whole jet ski everywhere. And I, the pachad, okay, slow motion this. What was going through my mind is how in the world I'm going to drive my jet ski back to my car, <laughs> load it up. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going crazy. I'm, 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 I'm losing it. And I'm like, you know what? You have some rope in the front trunk. Maybe you could do something. And it's no volume. Shem, please help. So anyways, I dive underneath my, my jet ski and it was, it was under there and I was able to find it. But the pachad, the busha, there's people there, there's cars and everything. Like, what's this Jewish guy doing? <laughs> anyway, just thought I'd share that with you. <laughs> How many emails are we going to get from this one? Wow. Once we're talking about these kind of things, I can tell you the mice are lady. You had enough of this joke? <laughs> this taxi guy looks behind and he sees the guy is completely naked. And he looks again. So the guy says, hey, what's your problem? Why, why do you keep looking here? You've never seen a naked guy in a taxi? <laughs> so the guy says, I did. Of course I did. But I don't know how you're going to pay me. <laughs> All right, right, the next. We got, hello, the Dalem is coming. Omar Papa. Omar Papa Mayorum. You says the Gemara. What? So how do you embarrass the naked guy? He's already embarrassed. Imagine the guy taking out his jet ski. Mama, so you're gonna embarrass him? You're gonna spit on him? It's not gonna add a thing. Trust me. Omar Papa Mayorum. Does the Ziku Kino Limone? I thought about another one, but we're gonna go back there. Fine, I'll tell it to you. What do you do when you when the guy takes steals your clothes in the mikvah? What do you do? You put up no, you take a towel, you put it on your head, and you run home. <laughs> Fine. Are you coming back to share tomorrow? <laughs> this is a good first one to come in first. Time. Tomorrow is terrible. <laughs> All right. Fine. What happened was, says Rapapa, it's not that he was walking around naked in the street. In those days, they used to, if you want to see what they used to wear. They wouldn't wear like with trousers and, and pants, whatever we call it. They used to wear something like this, like some sort of robe. 
So the wind came and blew it up. Vasahu wasn't like totally uh, um, uh, still proper. He came and lifted up even more. Where, but to begin with, it was already embarrassing because it was already up, but he did the, the rest. If you embarrass him in the bathhouse, you're high. Is it possible to embarrass somebody? Everybody's uh, not wearing clothing over there. It wasn't a regular bathhouse. It was on, on, the, on the riverbank, and there's a lot of people there, so people don't usually go uh, without clothing over there. Bisho Yoshein Vomeis, a guy in my yeshiva, was arrested in Paseg because he went on Gavanar. He thought nobody's looking on the lake. And he went to the mikvah there like early in the morning and the cops showed up and they took him away. The Roshiva had to come take him out, I think. Here's the question. You embarrassed the guy while he's sleeping and he never woke up. What's the question? This is the question. Is it because of embarrassment? But Misle, at the end he died. But like Yusufa, he's dead. So he never had an embarrassment. Nobody ever told him what happened. So you don't pay. It's degradation. It's to, to make him low. So the chiv would be while the guy's still sleeping. That's, that's not when, when are you chayim? When the guy's still sleeping, you embarrass him and there's no embarrassment while you're sleeping. You only find out later and later it's too late. He's already dead. Or maybe no, when you degrade a person, at that moment you're chayim while he's still sleeping. So even though he died, you have to pay the yarshim. Toshma, a deaf mute and a youngster have embarrassment. Shaita and Leibashas. But a, a deranged person doesn't have busha. Says Gemari, it's like where, where it gets wide now. If it's because he degraded, so I could see it with a, with a minor. If it's talking about embarrassing, did you really embarrass a youngster? So what are you telling me? Because you degraded the person. I feel the shaita not me. You could degrade a shaita. Says Gemari, no. When it comes to a shaita, there is no busha being deranged and walking around the street deranged. That's the biggest busha. So you can't embarrass a shaita. But yet you see that it's because of the degradation. It can't be. There's no embarrassing youngster. Oh, this is what we said on Amad Aleph. And we said, like Rapapa says later, and this is where it is. Or not. It's a youngster. That when you embarrass him, you tell him about something that happened, he gets embarrassed. So you could embarrass a youngster. This is the question. Very interesting. Do you pay for the busha of the family? Could you embarrass the family? By embarrassing this youngster right over here. I embarrass his father. Or too bad on the father. Why do you embarrass you, you embarrass him, this, that, but do you pay for that? Says Gemara. Tashma. This is what we just brought, but here, let's try to bring it right. A deaf mute and a minor have busha. Shaita ain't la boishas. But a deranged person doesn't have busha. Yeah, If it's because they're, let's call them a cha, they're, they're getting up and leaving because of the jokes that we had. <laughs> I can understand why a minor is embarrassed. It's not him himself, it's his father, his mother. So for that you're paying. Could you embarrass a minor? 
So what are you telling me? That's because of the, the embarrassment of the family? I feel the Shaitanami. You could embarrass the Shaita. It's very embarrassing. And I, I said this over. I was in uh, Matisdorf and there was when I was a kid. And there was the, the town's fool or whatever you want to call him. And kids would throw fruit at him. And, and I'm thinking to myself now, I was like, imagine the parents seeing this. The busha. The unbelievable thing. And the, uh, Okay, we're not going to get into it. That the other parents didn't do anything about it. But uh, you could be embarrassed by a shaita. Not true, says the Gemara. The fact that he himself is a shaita, that is the busha, and, and adding to that doesn't add anything. Says the but prove you can prove that it is the, the embarrassment of the family. Because if it's just embarrassing, Katan doesn't have any embarrassment. Papa, not Kiddo Papa over here finally. This is the Rapapa that we said twice already, and here's the source. Amra Papa in, you could embarrass a minor. That if you embarrass him, he will be embarrassed. He's that age that if you remind him, says Rashi, he'll become embarrassed. But Tanya, I'll prove it to you. Rebbe Oymer, A deaf mute, you could embarrass, but a deranged person cannot embarrass. In the time of the Gemara, a deaf mute was literally somebody that's illiterate and, and like a deranged person. They had nothing. They couldn't communicate. They couldn't understand anything. They were deaf mute. Today it's a little different. But a minor, sometimes you can embarrass, sometimes not. How? That's where Papa's part, that he's of that age, that you can embarrass him. If you embarrass the blind. Our mission is not like Rebbe Why? So Rashi says it's a diok. Because our mission says that if you're sleeping, a, a sleeping person who embarrasses somebody else, let's say he falls off his bed and hits somebody, embarrasses that person, he's potter. Smashma that if the same thing happened with a blind person, it'd be chayev. Otherwise, the mission should have said it. The sign of So our mission can't go like review. The why the sign of summa ain't And that's today's. We're gonna finish off like that, and that's tomorrow's sugya until the Mishnah. That Rebbe at the end of the day, he builds. Right now, we're just going to see one part. That he's going to say that a, a blind person doesn't go to Gullus. But at the end of the day, we're going to see a blind person is potter from all mitzvahs. He might be chayiv in Lysa says, according to Tysus and Sunday Shayan. But Rebbe holds, he's potter from everything. So, my season, like Rebbe why? The sign of Rebbe he has no busha. He would say that a blind person is potter from chayiv that if a person, if a blind person kills somebody by mistake or on purpose, or he does some Avera, he doesn't get Malchus, he doesn't go to Golas, he doesn't get the death penalty. My time to review the, why? Here, because we have some new people, I'll show you Adam Zayim real quickly. Adam Zayim are, we have witnesses that say, we saw that you did XYZ, and then we have two other Adam that come and say, check this out, you're going to like this. You were with us. What does that mean? You were with us? How could you say that you were there and you witnessed the death of the person? You were with us. We, you were with us on a cruise ship in a different country. You weren't even there. You're liars. And Allah is that whatever they wanted to do to that person, we do to them. If they want to kill that person, you kill them. If they wanted to cause them monetary damage, they pay that monetary damage. However, the Allah is, this does not apply to blind people. If, you're, if a person is blind, you cannot make him a zaymem. So too, blind people are not in the parsha of Galos. Uh, sorry, from 
What are we saying here? No. Chayv Gilas is coming up? No. So what is this for? <clears throat> Which one of it is? What are we trying to prove here? Boishas, <clears throat> boishas. Okay, I'll take it. Boishas. There's no busha. Now the next one is no. <clears throat> excuse me. No mouth. No golos. Where are we? Mechavi Golis, the Sanya, Belay Royce, Pratla Suma, Divi Rabbi Huda. If May Oimer, the Rabbis is Suma, the word Belay Royce means that they don't go to Golis. And Rabbi says the opposite. It comes to say that a blind person goes to Golis. My time is Rabbi Huda. Here we have a little bit of a thing here. Where is that? Here. Is that this is? Yeah. Here we go. He's shopping away at the wood. We have eight minutes. We're good. So it means anybody that comes into the forest to, to chop wood and by mistake killed somebody. Oh, there's no there's no sound. Ugh, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Ow. He could do it. I'll just continue. Just ignore me. Because Rahman believe it does. Belay Royce Lamute. Remember Kosa Rahman Belay Royce Lamute. Okay. She's a pro. Remember Kosa Rahman Belay Royce Lamute. No, the opposite. Belay Royce comes to exclude Asuma. Because Rahman believe it does Lamute. And there's another exclusion Bivli Das. So we have two exclusions. Have a Muyat Achimuyat. Anytime you have two, two negatives equals. Two negative equal positive. That if person has kavana to kill, he's parted from Golos, he doesn't go to Golos. Now, what about somebody that's Chayiv Misa, let's say he's Michal Shabbos on purpose with Asra and everything, Edim on Shabbos, he's, and he's blind. That you learn from Xerish uh, Shabbos, just like. You're not Chayiv and He's not Chayiv on Mrs. Bezdin. Chayiv Malkuyos. Also, Rasha, Rasha, Mechayve, Misois, Bezdin, Raboisai. Have a wonderful week, a wonderful evening. We'll see you tomorrow, Bezdin Hashem, 7:15 for the Israelis in Hebrew. Teisha. And now, Hakadvoch. <laughs>